Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Buddy Bet, the new online betting platform that puts the social back into betting by letting you bet against your mates. Bring the banter back into betting. Download the Buddy Bet app now, available on the App Store and Google Play. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Uh, love Mondays 8 to 9 because it's when we're joined by Matthew Johns and Cameron Smith. Just before that, some, some mixed reaction to Vossioka this morning. WTF, Vossi needs to be tested. Um, come True. on, Brandy, take control of the music for I think, something's sake. Okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something next week then. <laughs> next week? Yeah, yeah week I, I, I need a week to think about it and I'll come up with something next week. It'll Monday. be village people. Uh, <laughs> we're here for... It'll be village people, you and that uh, construction worker down in Mexico. Uh We'll still talk about that. Uh, we are here for Brighton's Lawyers, the lawyers protecting your future. Their phone number, 1-800-848-848. We're here for 4D Doors, the best garage doors you'll find anywhere. Garage Doors Redefined, their website, 4ddoors.com.au. But right now, we welcome all of our network stations joining us across New South Wales and Queensland for our hour with Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. If you want to talk to the guys this morning, the McDonald Jones open line is 1300 011170. Or you can text through on 0457 736 736. Maddie Johns is here thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for half price off the Musashi range. Dogs are barking. Matthew Johns, welcome to the program. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> Morning, boys. Morning, fellas. <laughs> get those... Get those mutts under dogs. control, Matty. I oh, know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It must mad. be the neighbours' dogs. Mine <laughs> <laughs> might well behaved. And the goat, Cameron Smith, is here. I want to talk to you about mowing later on in this hour. I want to find okay. out how you handle the really long grass. I've got a few situations at the moment. I went out in the long grass the other day and yes. outran sort of four or five rats. So <laughs> need, 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 need some strategy. Need some strategy. Is it petrol and a match? What do I do? What do I do? Anyway. Good to have you coming. How'd you go on your tips? Every, I, I reckon everyone bounced back with their tips over the weekend. Cameron, you would have been pretty solid, wouldn't you? What'd you get? Uh, you yeah, get still, still not great. Uh, I think I got oh, about really? four. Really? Brandy's yeah, seven four or eight five. Man. Really? Wow. No, I was um, I was shocking again, but uh, it was a bit better than my my two from round one. Yeah, yeah I'm two as well. <laughs> that was two I'm, I'm on the up. I'm on the up slowly. Now, listen, boys, we want to start with something um, that got a lot of commentary over the weekend, and this is away from matters on the field. Our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, attending the football. You know he's a Cronulla fan. He stands outside. He doesn't go to a corporate box. He's not behind the glass. He's out with the fans. And that was their first game there for for a long time. And he gets into it. Should there be any negative response? There? People saying, what a tool, and all this, and others saying that, you know, what the hell is he doing? Has he got to run the country? I reckon, boys, and, and you may be totally opposite to this, I think it's one of the great things of our country. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you're Liberal or Labor or Green or whatever, but our, our Prime Minister can have a night at the football and have a bit of fun. Isn't that a good thing? No, I, I, think, it's, I think it's a good thing, Bossy, and yeah, I don't know what you think, Matty and Brandy, but I think it's great that the Prime Minister's out there and he's amongst the people and he's watching the great game of rugby league. As we know, he's a big Sharkies fan, but... As long as he's on top of business, I guess. As long as he's got everything under control with what's happening in the country, unlike maybe 12 months ago. Um, he's, uh, 
you know, he's entitled to do what he wants to do. He's a he's a normal person at the end of the day. Like I know he's got the the title of the prime minister of the country, but he enjoys watching sport, and, and I think it's great. Like I remember when I was a little fella, I, I think I might have only just been born in the year. Remember the Australia won the America's Cup, the sailing, eighty mm-hmm. three. Yep. You know, and and Bob Hawkes calling every all the bosses a bum if you if you make uh, your your people come in and work. Everyone stood up and <laughs> applauded him. Yes, he used to he used exactly. to skull yard glasses, and he was the champion yes. of he was the champion of Australia. <laughs> Oh, our Prime Minister, he's at the footy enjoying it. Leave him alone. Yeah, if you can't well, spend a couple of hours at the footy and, and, and not get hammered. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't mean he got hammered. He was sculling <laughs> beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit... No, yes. Matty, hammered I'll, I'll by the public yeah. response. Yeah, does, he exactly. have to be, does he have to be straight-laced, like, you know, just, you know, not, not just clap when something good happens? Or do you can do the fingers with a goal kick? I thought that was great. Look, I don't have a problem with the Vossie. I suppose it's all around timing, what's going on at the country at the time. Mm. But I don't have a problem. I, I, I think politicians certainly take their cues from Bob Hawke. It worked for Hawkey being at sport. Yeah. Um, you know, Haw- I mean, there's vision. Bob Hawke oftentimes would almost travel around with the Canberra Raiders when they played at Brookvale, who was a brookie and different grounds around, around the countryside. Work for him. Australians, well, they did. Uh, like their Prime Ministers being at the sporting grounds. Uh, you know, it, it's funny in this country without, you know, warbling on about politics because I sort of like to keep my political views to myself, but we followed the Americans' lead in the fact that, you know, the Americans used to talk about, oh, I'm Democrat and I'm Republican. Well, it's become like that. The divide it, we, as far as politics is concerned in Australia, it's, it's never been further apart. And they don't, you know, they play the man or the political party you know, all, all the time. It's, mate, I'll be honest with you, it's just boring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let, let's move on from ScoMo and, and start talking a bit of the footy. Now, we, we for the first two hours, <laughs> we've we've had plenty to say about the West Tigers. Um, after they finished the season in the manner they did last year, the, the off-season they had, the speculation about my, Michael Maguire, uh, Melbourne was a good perform- good for the Tigers. They're up 14-4, 16-all, 15 to go. But then... For Madge Maguire to say post-game that it wasn't up to first-grade standard in round two, uh, where does Madge go to from here? Oh, Brandy. Oh, you know, th- that's, this, this is the thing about it. It's round two. And and if you remember last year, do you remember last year on the, the documentary Tales from Tiger Town, there was... They got beaten a game and everything was very emotional. The, the the team had their heads down. It was like it was really tough to watch. And then you reminded yourself last year it was round two then. Mm. And you're going, my God. So you're riding the roller coaster already. So the first, as you said, first game against Melbourne, no one gives them any sort of chance. And that, that suits the Tigers. They go out there, they put in a good performance. But then in a game when there's no Kalen Ponga, no Daniel Saifidi, no Clemmer, and people are starting to think, well, Tigers might be a chance here. And they go out and they serve that up. It's just hard to believe. If you serve that up in round twenty-one or twenty-two, people might say, "Well, they've had a hard last. They've had a difficult last six weeks. Have missed a few blokes, uh, you know, with injury. Other blokes are playing with needled up and whatnot, and they can sort of forgive it sometimes. But for round two, there's just no excuse. Tim Sheens must be sitting there going, "Man, one way or another, I've got a big decision to make." Yeah. They um. Yeah, they just got to find a way to be competitive, boys. I think oh, just just be in the game. Like Newcastle's ended up winning that one twenty six four, but like where was the fight that we seen in round one? 
against Melbourne? And I guess that's the question you ask yourself. Like, did they, did the players find it easy to get up round one because it's Melbourne? And then think they were going to travel up to Newcastle and it was going to be a little bit easier? Did they did they go up there with a bit surely more of a the soft, ti- yeah. softer mental approach? Surely the uh, Tigers aren't complacent. Uh, they, they, surely they couldn't be complacent at all, yeah, Cam. Could, like, yeah, well, that's that's what we're saying, Brandy. Like, they're, they're in no position to be able to do that. No. Co- considering what they're coming off last year. But, um, you know, did they throw that much into round one against Melbourne, knowing that they were missing some key personnel? And they seen it as a real opportunity to to beat one of the heavyweights of the competition, and then and they just had nothing left in the tank for for round two. You'd like to think not, because that's that's the situation we're talking about. It's very early in the season. You'd like to think they'd be as fresh as they're gonna be this entire year. Yeah, insipid was a word that could have been used on the performance, which you know is next to not trying. I reckon. Mm. Yeah, if you like, I'll, I'll throw one thing in there, and this isn't the be all and end all, but we had a bit of fun with the leadership group, and we've ended up with a leadership group of 13 on the breakfast show, the Tigers <laughs> with a fight. But it was a bit odd to see Kim Mamalo leading the Tigers out yesterday, yep. and then yes. Kim Mamalo, first involvement, drops a bomb. Now, that can happen, of course. Mm. But I'm saying Kim Mamalo, with the greatest of respect, could not be the player to lead that side yesterday out of adversity. Out on the wing, that that can't that mm. can't work for a team. Brandy, we spoke, uh, Brent, Vossi, we spoke about on the show last night, like the five man leadership group. Like, mm. if you're picking a five man leadership group, what that's saying is you've got no leaders. Mm-hmm. That's that that's what it's saying. In fact, it's not saying, look at all the leaders we've got. You know, we're gonna so yeah. many of them. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, have right. all captain. It's actually <laughs> saying we're we, we, we're gonna get five parts here to try to basically put them together and form one leader. And it just doesn't work. I think the comment yesterday, someone from the Tigers made a comment, something like, oh, it was decided that Kemamalo would lead the side out today. So it was decided that, oh, hang on. It's like, it's almost like, you know, remember at school? Give him a turn. Say, yeah, <laughs> right, right, Cameron, today, right up. We're playing Maitland Public, boys. Guess what? It's your birthday. You're going to lead them out today. <laughs> and you can goal kick. Um, that's I, I'm, I'm blown away by it, this five-man leadership group. Some teams have a leadership group, and they make big decisions around, you know, behind the scenes and whatnot, but there is one captain, one voice. And to have, on top of that, boys, like to have someone like an Alex Twoll removed, from that leadership group with, mm. with Kenny Mamala going in. And, and you know, he came to the club last year, Be, didn't he? Be being a winger. Mm. Yeah, being a winger. And I don't think, I don't think um, you know, Ken's the, the biggest talker going around in, in the competition. Very quietly spoken, aside. young man. Very yeah, quietly spoken. Yeah. So, you know, and you got Alex Twile. He's out there who is, you know, he is an absolute battler for that footy club. You, we've seen through his performances. He, he's out there to make a difference. He's out there just... You know, toiling away for the for the time he's out in that field, and he does everything he can for that jersey. So, yeah, pretty pretty confusing actually. Hey, by the way, fellas, before we just move away from from our first topic, spark quite a reaction. The uh, Scott Morrison chat. Um, this one, hope Albo wasn't upset to see Mr. Morrison having a good time at the football Saturday and sitting in the crowd with the real people. Albo would have been in a private box on tipping. So there you go. Um, another one. He was always a rugby union Randwick fan. So someone questioning that, you know, not born and bred sharks. This one, Scott Morrison cops it at the football from those who don't like him. It's as simple as that. We all know that a lot of people like to whinge. My main argument is what on earth is he doing following Cronulla? 
So oh. here's a question. <laughs> Following <laughs> the sharks. <laughs> ah, so there's is some he, reaction. Is he from the Shire? Is he from well, the Shire? Well, there's been some incidents. What, the incident at Engadine McDonald's? There's been, been a bit yeah, happening down yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's yeah. a question for the boys, too. Uh, is it too early um, to put a line through the Raiders? Down 26 to, what was the score? 26 six. to 6. Against the Cowboys, too early, boys, to put a line through the Raiders. They've had some disruption, haven't they, with COVID and oh, injuries? Yeah. And, um, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is, Brandy. But if yeah. you'd have asked me, you know, where do you think the Raiders have finished? I, I, I had Raiders somewhere finishing somewhere between seven and eleven, uh, seven mm. and ten. Um, do I think they'll make the finals? No, I don't. After what I've seen, but it is too early to put a line through them. Um, they got Fogarty mm. to come back. We'll see what that does to the dynamic of the side, but. Signs aren't good. No. Cameron, thought on the Raiders? No, no. Pretty much echo what Matty just said. It's um, I didn't have them in the top eight either. It's, there just seems to be a little bit going on down there, like, you know, through se- selection or non-selection, and you've got players' partners making comments about the coach, and just, yeah, I don't know. It's a, It sounds like, a, yeah, there's things going on down there that shouldn't be happening at Canberra, so well, I, watch I, this space. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh. And last year, like, last year... The Raiders, for mine, were the biggest shock of last year um, mm. to not make the eight. I, th- I had the Raiders following their 2020 season, um, you know, playing certainly in the top four. Um, yeah. So it's been a pretty quick slide, hasn't it? Because I, mm. I don't have them in my eight either. Mm. I, don't, I, I don't put a line through them, but I, I just don't think they'll have a winning season. No. And, and it's a very, very difficult time to be turning over your roster. And that's what... That's what they need to do. They've got to turn over their roster, a fair bit of that roster. Um, and it's it's never been a more difficult time because quality players aren't being let go. And add to that another side out there in the Dolphins who are recruiting. And yes. so it's going to be very, very difficult for them to turn out, to do what they need to do to that team. And if you now, look at the next three, boys, sorry, Vossi, if you look at the next three right. for them, it's, it's, it's uh, Gold Coast, Manly, Storm. So mm. it's a pretty solid next three weeks for them. Sort things out. Uh, now, later in this hour, Cameron Smith will have his referee of the round. Looking forward to that. We'll have our pull-up oh, That will socks. be interesting. That yeah, because... it is. <laughs> yes, it will be very interesting. It's a good word. Pull up your socks. Uh, nominations for Underworks. We'll be doing that. But before a break, on a very serious issue of cannonball tackles. Uh, Ray Stone mm. the other night. Now, this wasn't the most vicious one. In fact, he didn't go below the knee, but still it was like, what, what are we doing, Ray? Like, seriously, there was nothing going on in the tackle. He just had to put himself in there and went below the waist. Um, it lost them the game. It lost, well, as it turned out. Yes. In hindsight, it was yeah, it was the, the turning point. We have Peter Volandis on the program tomorrow morning, fellas. Yep. Right here, right now. If we, We've eliminated the shoulder charge. We've eliminated punching out of the players. The players understand they can't do it. To eliminate the thought of the cannonball tackle, what should the sentence be to make it... Like, what's a sufficient deterrent? You tell me, because you've all played the game, that would take it out of your mind that I know I can't do this in a game. So do we have to go three, four matches? What? What do we do, Cameron? Well, yeah, I guess the best deterrent is is matches and a lengthy suspension for what that length is, I'm not too sure. Um but it gets, for me, Vossi, and I'm being honest here, it gets, I know a lot of people just say it's unnecessary. Sometimes there's like a borderline. So they allow people to go in sometimes and make these tackles in around the, the lower leg or around the knees. Mm. And, it's, and it's a judgment call when it, at the end of the day, it's a judgment call whether the force was mm. 
too high or whether they feel the force was okay. At the end of the day, it's the same tackle and there's still the same potential for injury. I think, um, was it, who, who was it, who was the prop from Roosters that, that made it? Uh, made it? Lindsay, oh, Collins. Lindsay Collins. Lindsay, Lindsay Collins. Collins. Lindsay Collins, Maddie. That's right. Was it yeah. in the last trial match? Yes. yes he made it, was. it he, and, and nothing. And nothing. Yeah. And I'm not saying Lindsay should have been suspended, but that that's as ordinary as you get, you like know, the way it looks, yeah. the tackle. You, you know, and you're right, there's, there's grey area there. If, if you look at the NFL, the NFL allow grey area and the judgment of, the, of their umpires in yeah. the fact they have the call unnecessary roughness. Mm. Means that, you know, like if you're going to go down, the, like for instance, if you're going to wrap your, your arms around someone's lower legs, mm-hmm. you can honestly just... Put, you just gently wrap your arms around. You don't need to go spearing in. Think about it is with players, and, and, and guys, you, you you know this. One of the most important things for players is how they're viewed by their peers. Yeah. And if I was if I was Clint Newton, I would be saying to the players going around and saying, if you pr- you know prove yourself to be a serial uh, cannonball tackler then mm-hmm. we're going to kick you out of the RLPA, Players mm-hmm. Association, because the thing at the very forefront of the Players Association is player welfare. Yep. And some of these tackles we are seeing, honestly, like the Hayes-Dunster one, that if that is proven to mm-hmm. be deliberate, that can finish a career. Yeah. And it's just it's just totally unacceptable. All right. Now, just before a break, Matty, um, Brandy's learnt in a month that our text line at the breakfast show is the most savage, vicious <laughs> can be brutal. attack of people. Oh, no one's safe. No one's no safe. No one's safe. And nor are you, Maddie. As a go to a break, <laughs> yeah. text here from, from Widgie. He <laughs> says, ScoMo, the biggest flop in Sharks colour since Maddie Johns. Between the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Look. I think you've been pretty rough on ScoMo there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Widgie. There we go. Take a break. Mate, Poor old. Give him uh, a break. Someone I, give me love. Give him some love. I love, the te- I love that text line. I sit, When yeah. Joey's on this week, mm. I sit mm. it there and read. So, oh, look at this one, Joey, what they're saying about you. It's so good. <laughs> there we go. Vossi Brandy, the goat and the moat. That's uh, Cameron Smith and Matty Johns. And Matty Johns is here thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for half-price nature's own vitamins. Uh, well done, Matty Johns. Uh, you're here. Thank you. By the way, someone has said, keep the text coming, by the way. Someone suggested, was that Albo who sent him the text about you being the biggest flop? <laughs> At Cronulla. Oh, <laughs> Albany. Albanese yeah. has gone to the text have, line. Have you, have you been yeah. saying some negative things about South, Matty? Albo's... No, I don't know. I think everyone has a little bit. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish people would just take a little bit of Anthony Albanese on me. <laughs> Who was that politician that used your photo as an endorsement? Remember, what was the shot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel, Joel Fitzgibbon. Yeah, Joel, Joel Fitzgibbon. Yeah. yeah, he kept... Mate, 30 years later, he's still using it. I saw him uh, at a Sky News thing recently. I said, please don't tell me he's still... He goes, yeah, yeah, pull it out every now and then. That's like Wikipedia photos. I know it's a bit random, but have you ever looked at the photos of people they use in Wikipedia? Because Wikipedia not licensed to use like an image of Cameron Smith playing for Melbourne. So they get their own shots, like shot from the grassy knoll. There's some very interesting shots, like blokes walking out of nightclubs, and that's the photo that appears in Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, there are. There's some amazing photos. The best Wikipedia photos. It is yeah. incredible. I, I used the, to love the, the Sydney Morning one. Herald. Used yeah. to use Gus's all the time, mate. And honestly, it was it was like Gus at his twenty first birthday. It was like yeah. the one that he used to use. <laughs> the, the one of Fletch, Wikipedia. Brian Fletcher is him watching from the bench on a Wigan game. Like, uh, hang on, boys. I've got to let the dog out. On. One sec. Oh, oh, what's oh, happened? Oh, again. Uh, um, I've got oh, a question geez. here. While while Maddie goes to sort the dog out, uh, Cameron can answer this one. Do you think Jake Avrilo has the talent? and coaching staff around him to replicate what Jerome Hughes has done uh, with his halfback switch. In 30 seconds, Cameron, answer that one. Yeah, look, oh, look I think so. He's definitely a talented young man. Um, he's shown that over his short time in the NRL. And, and if you're going to have a coach that's going to give you that ability to, to get the best out of yourself with the number seven jersey on your back, it's, it's going to be Trent Barrett, isn't it? who's played in, yep. in the halves and, and played a little bit of 13, but he played a lot of seven in the back end of his career too. So Absolutely. Some good things happening at the Dogs. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope they continue, certainly. Footy season is back and you'll never miss a moment with KO Sports, the team you love, every game of the round, live and ad break free in play. That's right, no annoying ad breaks while the game is on. How good is that? All the match-winning tries, high-flying heroics and the bone-crunching hits every game of every round. Don't sell yourself short this season. Catch every single moment. New to KO, start your free trial today. Some fight shown um, over the first two rounds, and I think Brandy's point was a salient one made right at the start of the show. They played better last night in defeat than they did in victory over the Cowboys. So take that as a positive. They are on Mm. the way up, even if the result wasn't what was hoped. Uh, Cameron Smith, Maddie Johns, to take your calls on 1300 0111 70 and your texts 0457 736 Brandy as well on a Monday morning here on SEN, Sydney's home of sport and across our networks, network stations in New South Wales and Queensland as well. Just um, just to round out uh, some sport from the morning, uh, West Indies, uh, they got the chicken bone in the throat there in the second test against England. Uh, five for 135. So England need five wickets in the last hour Cough it up, to Wendy's. win the second on. test. <laughs> Yeah. So there we go. These okay. dogs are a worry. Uh, now what? to the wow. uh, to the to the football to desk. The football Andrew. Desk. Let's go yes. to the football desk with Greg Alexander. <laughs> uh, <laughs> FA Cup action. Liverpool did defeat Nottingham Forest one um, 0 uh, which means that Man City will take on Liverpool in one FA Cup semi final, seventeenth of April. The other semi final sees Chelsea up against Crystal Palace. So semi final league action and the US PGA. Valspar Championship uh, getting towards the end of the final round. Sam Burns is 18 under. Two shots clear of Justin Thomas and Davis Riley. All those golfers through 15 holes, Andrew. So almost finished. <laughs> Golf music, sir. <laughs> oh. That was late, the Augusta music we do. Ken, you're on a roll. We've gone the, um, the, the football theme from the UK. We've gone yeah. the Masters. Scottish. The we golf. need the Scottish. Can we go to the Scottish football desk too while we're at it? Yeah, Celtic had a comprehensive 4-0 win over Ross County yesterday. Don't forget you can show your support for the Celtic uh, for Celtic online at celticfc.com forward slash store. Next game is massive. It's... Uh, massive. The Rangers up against Celtic, and that's on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, April 3. Okay. All right, Brandy, with all the desks covered, and he now has a finance desk as well. He's very talented. Been a great addition to the SEN family. Now, um, uh, Matty Johns, just check, is, is he back with us? Do you have all yeah, wins yes. intact after that vicious dog assault? Matt's there. Na- Neighbours dog again. Neighbours <laughs> dog, yeah. <laughs> got to do something vicious. about that. Somehow got in the house. <laughs> 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 Now, here's a question for you. 
fellas, here we go. Vossi, Matty, Cam, Brandy. Thoughts on the Dragons' performance on Friday? An overview of that. I thought errors crueled them. Great signs, though, in my opinion, to go down narrowly to the Premiers. Sewer was hard done by by being sent to the sin bin. And that, that in the post-mortem, while he's off, 14 points to Penrith, Penrith kept scoreless second half. Cameron, an overview of the Dragons and indeed the sin binning of Jaden Sewer all in one. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I was really impressed with the Dragons. They um, they took it to the, the reigning Premiers. And um, although they, they had some injury concerns of, for their own, uh, Penrith, and they lost a couple of their key players that make a huge difference to the way they play. Um, I thought they were really good. And, and they were they were right in it in the end. I, you know, if, if, if Ravel Arwad takes the pass um, down that short side on the right-hand side and holds onto the ball, he just had to beat Dylan Edwards. Mm. And it set up it set up Lomax for a, for a conversion to win the game, really. So I, I, I was quite impressed by the Dragons. Um, the Jaden Sewer incident, well, again, that... that it's it's similar to what we were talking about before, earlier about those cannonball tackles. I feel as though that he was committed to making that tackle um, on O'Sullivan before the ball's left the ball has left his hands. Now, it's it's so easy to to pick up incidents and and foul play when you hit the slow mo button, but if you if you realise how fast this is all going, it's so hard for Jaden Sewer to pull out of that tackle. Now he's been pinged because of the force that he hit him with. But you got to understand too, boys. Like rugby league is played at at high speeds, and and there's high contact at times. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. Answer Jesse at Albion Park's question, Maddie. Um, Dragons' performance in a nutshell, Very and good. the sin bidding of Sewer. Uh, Sewer, look, I'm Cameron. It's touch and go on it. I, I, we had uh, Sean O'Sullivan on the show last night, and he was surprised he was sin bin. But you know. You take it with a grain of salt, uh, players, you know, critiquing other players. I get that. Probably touch and go. Dragons, are, uh, I was really impressed with them because um, Penrith are such a physical side that usually physically dominate their opposition. We saw that round one. Yet I thought, even though they got beat, I, I thought the Dragons won the physical battle. So there's some really good signs around the Dragons. Yeah, Frankie Molo's shot on James Fisher-Harris oh. early in the game was a, oh. like, if anyone not as tough as James Fisher-Harris, if it wasn't JFH, well, another person might have gone off. Oh. He, he, like, he belted oh. him, didn't he? Uh, Mate, it, it was a, that was a big shot. They really they set the standard as far as physicality. And, and Brandy, going into the season, there was a lot of talk from the Dragons saying, oh, we, all we've done all off-season is work on our attack. And I thought, oh, geez, here we go. This, this could, they could turn up just trying to play and touch football. Mm. But it's, mm. it's the total opposite. They're, they're, they're great, playing great football. Well, we go all over the place with um, this hour. There's, there's no rhyme or reason. And the questions come out of left field. But we take them as they come in on the text, Matty. Another one fired in for you. Uh, morning, legends. I was hoping you could please tell me where Matty got his grey suede boots from. That he was wearing oh, yeah. during the Craig Bellamy face-to-face interview. Is this like a question in Parliament that gets yeah. set up? We're going to ask this, and you have the answer ready, and it's a little sponsorship yeah. deal. What's going on? Here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't step on my grey suede shoes. Um, <laughs> look, okay, this is what happened. I, sometimes mm. I go into Fox Sports and they'll give me shoes to wear for the show, and sometimes they're so good that I actually take them home. And uh, that, <laughs> that was a pair of those. One of the girls said last night, Matty, we just can't find your shoes. And I was like, oh, God, you must be going to get me some new ones then. So, yeah, I've got a cupboard for them. <laughs> well, there's a confession. That's, oh. that's good. 
On that note, can we go to one of the big, uh, big, big events, the, the big awards? It is week two. I think, was it Ben Cummins got the first week award, uh, refereed mm-hmm. two games? That's right. Let's go to this one with Cameron Smith. All right. Oh, dude, I thought that was an intro. Yeah, yeah no, well, I was intro. waiting. Sorry, I was waiting. I thought we had, we is there something? For everything. We do. We do, don't we? Surely. We've got music for everything. No, this is not. We have. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> drum rolls as good as any. Of the week. <laughs> Righto, go. referee of the week this week, boys. Grant Atkins. Ooh. I thought he was very good. Oh, yeah. yeah, very good in the uh, the Cowboys game. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, I think he actually he picked up he picked up a fair few of these last year, so he's mm. backing it up. Um, he missed out narrowly um, last year to uh, Jared Sutton. So, yeah. Grant Atkins. Okay, Grant Atkins. Check the leaderboard. Yep. Let's just check the leaderboard. We've got yes. Ben Cummins and Grant Atkins, one point each. Yes. And that's it. That's uh, it. So all the rest is zero. That's it. Pretty tight race then. <laughs> uh, now, 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 now we, we, we've, uh, we've, we've climbed in the Tigers and assessed what they did on the weekend, but we, we haven't really spoken about the Knights, Matty. It was, uh, yeah. it, you know, no Ponga, no Saifidi, no Clemmer. And yes. it had some changing their tips once they heard Ponga was out, but... Yeah. Very good performance. Take take you know take nothing away what they did. Yeah, terrific performance, Randy. And it was a game that worried me because in the past Newcastle put one one good one together and then followed it up with a stinker sometimes. And that was the sort of game that they drop. But they were really good. Clune has made mm. just a, such a big difference to the night side. Um, yep. When Andrew went up and started to do some stuff with him, he came away and he said, "Adam Clune," he said, "is a really," he said top-notch organiser and he said he's an an old-style halfback he said it's exactly what the what the side uh, needs and it was proven that yesterday oh, like the Knights were a side that particularly at home liked to start fast and he just mate they, they did start fast but he had his hands on everything he was uh, he was superb and, and I think evidence of the quality of his play is that Jake Clifford is starting to realise the potential he had when he was a, you know, an under twenties player and coming through the grades. He sort of hit first grade and he plateaued, and, and then of course was let go by North Queensland. He got to Newcastle. Well, yesterday you're starting to see, you know, why he was getting the raps as a young player, and that's a lot of that's because of Clune. So, really mm. good signs. And I said it last week. Say it again. Gagai is just he's a, it's a gift yeah. from the football oh, gods yeah. to the Knights. Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys. As we go to a break, have a think about this. You. You pull up your socks nominations on this Monday morning. All day socks by Underworks pass every comfort test. Uh, and the listers, your nominations for pull up your socks out of the weekend. Uh, 1300-01-1170 is the McDonald Jones open line. Or text them in a nomination 0457736736. Pull up your socks. Nominations from Cameron Smith, Maddie Johns, Greg Alexander and just a moment. On a Monday morning, Cameron Smith, Matthew Johns together, great minds and uh, we have pull up your socks for Underworks. Uh, all day socks by Underworks, pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Brandy, some listener nominations for pull up your socks? Uh, yes, there is. Dan mm. says uh, Ray Stone for doing the dumbest thing on the footy field since Greg Inglis, the Greg Inglis field goal. Or, or even go further back, the Terry Lynn <laughs> field goal. Uh, pull up your socks. Uh, this one from Paul, he says... Uh, pull up your socks nominee is a core stadium. $9.90 for a beer. I'm glad I backed oh. Shelby 66 to cover my beer tab. Oh. 10 bucks for a beer. There we go. Shelby 66. Uh, Shelby my, 66. My, what a yeah, horse. I backed it the week before. My pull up your socks is uh, is the one mentioned by the first list for text message. Raystone. 
Okay. Ray Stone. Stone. Yeah. The, the Eels had the game. Reed Marnie scored. Eels had the game. One more set to go. He comes in late, knocks the legs under, third man in, gives away a penalty, and they score on the final play, the Sharks. Cameron Smith, pull up your socks. Who do you direct that advice to? Uh, well, I can't go two weeks in a row to Manly, footy side. Okay. But you could um, if you... you, you, could. you yeah, yeah, I could, but I won't. <laughs> um, boys, I'm, this time, this week I'm going to go the um, the senior players of, of the Rabbitohs in Mitchell, Walker and Cook. Yeah, I just I just thought well, they were they looked nothing like a football team until the last ten minutes of that match where they took the the game to Golden Point, and I just I know Latrell's just come back from suspension, um, but I'd like to think that he's in some sort of shape to have a lot more input than what he did on the weekend. Yeah. You know, he, he's got to understand that he, the presence that he has in that football side, he he makes a huge difference to the results. And as we, as I said, they played, they played their best footy in the last ten minutes of the game, and nearly stole that match off off Melbourne. So if this South side is is any chance to be back where they were last year, minus Adam Reynolds and minus you know the great coach in Wayne Bennett, these three boys need to need to step up. 69th minute was the first try for the Rabbitohs. And if you're picking an yeah. Australian side after the other night, Harry Grant would be hooker ahead of Damien Cook. Damien mm. Cook hasn't started the. The season, uh, well, um, Martin says, how can Chris Sutton not win Pull Up Your Socks? There's a nomination. Uh, Matty, mm. who have you got for Underworks? Manly right side defence. Um, Roosters, they like going that way, but they, they went with a plan. They're working to the post or past the post, and they're coming back with those sweep option plays, and they're just shredding Manly continually. You, Sammy Walker's first try. Mm. Um you know, rule number one, you know, you don't go up and play with good footwork, you know, sideways or at 45 degrees. And they just, they played to Sammy Walker's strength there. But they were, Manly's right side defence for a couple of seasons has been really scratchy. And they've got to get that right. The, the Bulldogs will watch that game and like what they saw. And my pull up your socks nomination, uh, Oliver Gildart, um, Tigers centre. And Brandy and I called the game for Fox League. The ball strip yesterday. Like, <laughs> it was like bad. Other teams get in sync. Uh, a two on one, <laughs> and he's ripping at it like he's starting a lawnmower. Like you know, <laughs> and he wasn't going to give up. And the referee just almost felt sorry, mate. Like that's the rules are. <laughs> yeah. Oliver Gilder. You, like, you, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's it. That's discipline. A, you, you could even the pull up your socks. Where there's a. Plenty of nominees. Tyrone Peachy gets a nomination as pull up yeah. your socks too. Yeah. His sim binning was outrageous. Mm. Petulance. Ten minutes for being petulant. Yeah. Some of the captain's <laughs> challenges. Um, yeah. Well, Tigers can have seven pairs. They can have seven pairs of underwork socks. All day socks by underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them. For yourself, we were having, um, and this isn't just, but it is, it is an attack on the Tigers, I suppose. We, we, we had them as a real estate ad. Our very first text today, fellas, was from a real estate agent who said he wanted to put the Tigers in the context of a real estate ad, and he called them a deceased estate. It was heavy. It was heavy. Let me guess, oh. a, a renovator's delight. Yes. Knockdown rebuild. But on a sacred site. So you go to the council and you've got your renovation plans, but then you find out it's an endangered you know, frog species oh. or something there. So they've got some issues. Oh. <laughs> Poor old type, savage, savage. Matty Johns is here oh. thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for half price off the Masashi range. Um, one last one for this morning. If you were 
declaring the grand finalist right now. Two weeks in. Mm. Two weeks in. <sighs> who's in the grand final? We have four unbeaten sides, Penrith, uh, Storm Knights, Broncos. Um, mm. We have two of the teams, the heavy hitters from last year. Uh, wow. Rabbitoh Seagulls without a win. Who's the grand final? Cameron. Uh, oh. Just based on that. Oh. Not what you okay. thought pre-season. Yeah. On the okay, okay. okay, well, look, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Melbourne Penrith. Okay. It'll that, be the, it'll be they're, the they're 2020 unbeaten. replay. Yeah. Yeah, they're unbeaten. Brandy, your two? Uh, I'll stick with Panthers Roosters. That that was my pre-season tip, so I'll mm. I'll stick with that one. All right, Maddie, I'd love you to say Knights. I'd love you to say Knights. What I'll do you got? Yeah, I'll be uh, there. I look <laughs> I, my I'll say this, I, I won't Penrith are the most obvious one. My thing about the Panthers is it is so hard to go back to back, and they just they've they've been given an indication against the Dragons of what it's like to be premiers and come yep. up against sides every week that just want to bash you yep. and steal the two points. I'm going to go for that reason because such a long campaign for them. I'm going to go the Roosters and uh, Storm. Mm. Uh, well, Andrew, and look, I, well, I had um, I had Storm Seagulls preseason as my grand final. It was just mm. based on the first two weeks and. I think I'm with Cameron. I'm Cameron's camp. Panthers, Storm, been there, done that. Um, so they'd be the grand finalists. But I'm really encouraged by what I've seen from Newcastle over the first couple of weeks. And how good was it to see the ground packed. Um, mm. Renovate and detonate is another uh, Tigers real estate. <laughs> good. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Renovate <laughs> or detonate. Renovate or detonate. Wow. Uh, fellas, great contribution today. Cameron, you have yourself a good week. Looking forward to the captain's run Thank on you. Thursday here on SEM between 9 and 12. You and Denon. Yes, so well thanks, Fossey. Thanks, Brandy. Thanks, thanks Matty. Thanks, Smitty. Thanks, thanks listeners. On your and, Thank oh, you, yeah, and Matty John's Friday morning glory here. There is, it's like no other show on radio. Fair dinkum how. You know, <laughs> we don't end up in the lawyers. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we have. So, we have. I'm off to, right. to Brighton's this morning. <laughs> yeah, there's mediation behind closed That's 1-800-848-848, Matty. Yes. Oh, good luck. Yeah, yeah. I've got well it All right. Cameron Smith, Matty John's back next Monday on The Breakfast Show between 8 and 9. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.